line of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Goodbye. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman, episode 211. Amber. Oh, we only have 100 more till we get to 311? 311. 311. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Amber it, is the color of my energy. That's right, yeah. <laughs> We're going down, down, down. How are we? <laughs> I'm re-oxygenated. Oh. That's how I am. Back here to the flatlands, 940 feet above sea level, lots of oxygen, lots of humidity. Feel oh. great. Feeling good? Looking good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Rob's, Rob's how about you? Uh, I'm also looking good. <laughs> Are you looking at yourself? You're looking at yourself in your uh, in your Google Meet, aren't you? Uh, yeah, that tiny picture of me. I like no. I like seeing myself that small. Yeah. When I'm like when I'm like that's the post- way you that's the way you experience yourself. When I'm your like postage life. when my face is postage stamp size or smaller, I look pretty good. Rowdy's, right. Rowdy's yeah. fantasy is to be Rick Moranis and uh, Honey, I Shrunk yeah. the Kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the uh, when the lights dim enough and my face is small enough, oh yeah, mm-hmm. pretty lighting, pretty pretty decent looking pretty decent looking guy. Your lighting's on point, Rowdy. Yeah, you look get nice. The, you're like get the light right halo. behind my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. backlit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a witness, you know, witness protection. Witness protection kind of thing. Yeah. Also, if I can have my voice disguised, yeah, it's, boy. There you go. You, yeah, you need one of those uh, voice modulators mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. We also had a hot new picture taken on our retreat, which I do enjoy looking at from time to time. That's a hilarious picture of us on the mountain. <laughs> oh, on our, on our, uh, <laughs> on our podcast Insta. company retreat? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. a good time. Um, it was a good time. We learned a lot about leadership, mm-hmm. about management fundamentals, mm-hmm. digital marketing. Got a lot of tips on sound quality, which we ignored. Yes, yep. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, also, got... so yeah, on sound quality from the guy who took all of our microphones, mm-hmm. which is just ironic. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time, right? Mm-hmm. It's awesome birds. Great time. Stellar's Jay. Oh, we did see a dope Stellar's J up on that ridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got, we got, we received some uh, awesome gifts from our super buddy fan. Sean. Uh, yeah, out, yeah. We had a meet and greet. We had a meet and greet yeah. at a local bar in Denver with, with our super fan Sean. So we have three matching uh, Denver Broncos koozies. Yeah, which mm-hmm. that's a pretty high. It's a pretty high quality koozie. It really say. is. And it's got the retro uh, logo. Broncos which I, logo. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the next time we're all together in A-Town, we'll have to reunite our koozies. Oh, for sure. We'll put we'll put some <laughs> yellow bellies in those koozies. We learned that, too. That's that a dumb are, name. Okay. The so Coors Original in Denver, at least at the bar we were at, are referred to as yellow bellies. Okay. So let's knock this out. So there was cor- also another one Sean told me. I can't yellow remember. Off- yellow jacket. Yep, that was. Yeah. It. Yep. So let's 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 break this down real quick because uh, this is just offensive to me. Well, isn't khaki our thing? 
Yeah, pretty much. I, I think I heard it somewhere at some point. I heard it from one of you, I think. From Yes, I think I heard it from somebody else, and I adopted it. Yeah. And I can't tell you where I heard that. So it's yours. Uh, it's not mine. It's somebody else's, but I, uh, it's not attributed. <laughs> attribution. Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. Unconf- unconfirmed attribution. Anonymous. Uh-huh. Uh, but of We're the all two, legion. like, like I, I know that we have some affinity to Khaki, or at least I do. But when you hear some of these other names, I've heard, uh, I've heard Yellow Bellies, Yellow Jackets, uh, Banquets, obviously. Well, that's on the can, yeah. Right. I also heard someone call it a Cobra Kai. <laughs> Cobra which, Kai? Which had to be explained to me, because on the show Cobra Kai, about the Karate Kid... That's that what the what uh, he drinks. That's what he drinks. That's that's dumb. Throw that out. That's that's out. Yeah, it's it's too corporate yeah. elite. For well, me. and it's too it's too now. Yeah. Well, especially because you know they paid for that product placement. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So of those, and I know, like I said, I know I have a personal affinity towards khaki. But do you think any of those are better than no the khaki? No, I just Sorry. I thought Yellow Belly was pretty good. I don't know that I necessarily think it's better than khaki. But I think Yellow Belly works better if it's the small if it's the medicine bottle. If it's the bottle, fine. Oh, like the little grenades. The, yeah. gr- the, the grenades, mm-hmm. yeah, because they're mm-hmm. they're kind of chunky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stout. Mm-hmm. They've got some they've got some girth to them. But yeah. the, the, but the can. Well, I'll tell you this, too. I hadn't had a 12-ounce uh, khaki in a minute, and those don't take but a minute to consume. <laughs> Very fast. Those felt like Red Bull cans. They're just pounding those. Golden, yeah. golden bullets. Yeah. Uh, well, Rowdy, is there anything else from the trip? You look a little silent and like you're in some sort of a... Uh, you jet-lagged, Rowdy? I've been very tired since I got back, yeah. Well, well it's a good um, thing we're doing this at 11.30. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, got home, found out uh, Snoop's catalytic converter was stolen. That's right, that's right. Oh, so, yeah. Nice neighborhood, Rowdy. Yeah. Nice that's neighborhood. That's what happens when you come to the east side, man. I, I tried to warn you, but... You sure didn't. You um, didn't hey, say a word. When I got out of the Uber in um, the sound minister's neighborhood, Mikey... Our Uber driver told us that there was a report of a man in the neighborhood with a gun and that we did see a couple cop cars. And you know what? I got out, walked right to my uh, Ranger, opened it up, fired it up, drove wide away. Not a problem. And there was a guy with a uh, loose with a gun in that neighborhood, and nobody took anything off my 1999 Ranger. I was shocked. Ford Ranger. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't have the same luck. My my 07 Toyota Prius was uh, stripped of its <laughs> catalytic converter, which was on really blo- on blocks, really missing ju- a couple doors. <laughs> really just dead weight. <laughs> it was interesting though when I jumped into the car. You know, it's it's pretty late at that point, 11:30 or so. When I jumped in the car, you start the you start the Prius, and it's and it's just on the electric engine. Yeah, it just beeps. Electric up. motor, I guess. It's not an engine; it's a motor, mm-hmm. since there's no internal combustion. Mm-hmm. And it just beeps, yeah, and it's very quiet. And so I just jump in the car, take a deep breath, I'm like, ah, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> and I get it up to just past that like four or five mile an hour barrier, 
and they and I had the AC on, which I think was another thing because it was muggy. Oh, it was super muggy. Yeah. And as soon as it hits that five mile an hour thing, it just like goes to 120 dBs. <laughs> and I was like, I thought, I was like, holy crap, what did I just hit? I hit something. I just ran, like there was something under the car or something. So I stop and it keeps going. And so I immediately turn off the car. And I was like, man, that was weird. I, I must be something wrong with my exhaust. Then I go to turn it back correct. on. And then I go to turn it back on. And again, I was like, oh, it's silent. I was like, ah, oh, it must have just needed a reboot. And then I was, as I went to go push on the gas the second time, I was like, somebody stole my catalytic converter. And then it just did the whole same thing. And I mean, the, the whole car shook. I mean, you could have driven home, right? Like, I don't think oh, I could have Did you not it. drive it home? Mm-mm. No, I oh. just got it towed. I mean, oh. what is it, like, at that hour, what kind of cattles do you have to convert <laughs> to drive? That, that's true. It's a low cattle conversion rate at that. No, what I are call they stealing out of those, platinum? The precious metals, yeah, there's yeah. multiple precious metals. And, and, like, the, the uh, guy at the mechanic shop, Brant, great guy, um, said... Not a sponsor. Uh, not a sponsor. Brant's not a sponsor. Sorry, Brant. Um, but you can be. Yeah. Said it was the uh, the Prius is the most expensive of the catalytic converters because mm. they have more of the precious metals in there. Oh. Uh, but yeah, we call. I called an Uber or tried to. I, I hailed an Uber, more likely. They said it was seven minutes away, and then it quickly went to twenty-one minutes away, and then she went the wrong direction. And that's when Rowdy came out and gave me the ride home. It was. Oh, look at you! I don't use Uber enough to know exactly if that's normal, but it's at like Uh, seventeen minutes. I mean, I would say a Uber Ubers in Indianapolis on a Monday night. You you might as well just get a bird scooter and and ride home. Like the the, they are not sending out their best drivers on a Monday night. We didn't have any problem with Lynn, other than she was a little bit slow. Like, she drove well under the speed limit the entire time. Oh, uh, gotcha. You know, other than that, and I'm pretty sure Lynn had multiple firearms in the car. Huh. Did she brandish any of them? No, she did not. Hmm. But when I got out of the car and I said, after she told us about the loose gunman, I said, well, I hope you have a safe night, Lynn. And she just goes, thanks. It's <laughs> like, don't shoot anybody, Lynn. All right? This ain't on you, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so our guy wouldn't talk to us for a bit Mm-mm. there, but yeah. Um, overall, good trip, though. I think, uh, you know, our corporate um, identity is stronger than it's ever been. Yeah, and our corporate cards are maxed out. Yeah, the only thing that disappointed me is I came home with no uh, swag. You know, no uh, stress ball, no T-shirt, no mm. frisbee, no pin, no yeah, the fuzzy head, bag. fuzzy head pin. Yeah, uh, yeah, the swag was uh, was lacking. But yeah. other than that, great time. Take it up with corporate. Will do. Yeah. Well, welcome everybody to our sports podcast. Have we wasted our ten our our ten minutes? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we are back. We are refreshed. We've got a new vision for the new twenty new <laughs> fiscal year. 
Um, oh, it is a fiscal yeah, year change. It, isn't it? As we start our countdown to three eleven, that's that's <laughs> what that's what <laughs> this is. Yeah, now exactly. this is that's the journey. That's the journey you're now on is the <laughs> countdown to three eleven. Yeah, that's that's how we decided to rebrand. So as you can yeah. tell, this all went very well. Yeah, all yeah, the best yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Only the best ideas, only the brightest were there. Um, and we appreciate all of your feedback while we were there. And like uh, these boys said, um, the, the meet and greet went, went gangbusters. It did. It was great. Best we've ever had, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, at this point, after, since you've already liked, since you've already subscribed, I think it's time for us to get into this. Hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? All right, I got two words for you. Uh, Urban Meyer. Oh, we're starting off with it. Hey, guys, I can't think of a better uh, better situation to come home to than perhaps the nosedive uh-huh. that is Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. This is so what, ha- oh, so so what happens? Walk walk me through it. It so sounds Urban like it's just Meyer, a, sounds like it's just a family man trying to visit his grandkids. I don't know. Did okay. I miss something? L- let me let me fill in a few blanks here. <laughs> yes. So Let Urban me fill Meyer, a few holes like Urban Meyer. Yeah, t- uh, two fingers worth. Uh, so Urban Meyer took his Jacksonville Jaguars to Cincinnati, where mm-hmm. they promptly got beaten. 27-21, I believe. 24-21, sorry. Yeah, who day? And um, he decided he wasn't going to fly back to Jacksonville with the team. Mm-hmm. He was going to go on up to, what is it, maybe like an hour drive, hour and 20-minute drive up to Columbus, mm-hmm. where he being has a, a restaurant. Being a former Buckeye. Yeah. yeah. Ohio. A restaurant, I believe, called Urban Meyer's Chop House. I've heard Urban's Chop House, and I've heard, heard Urban's... Pub stop or something like that. I don't uh, know. It's okay. two restaurants or two, two doors. Or like into a the restaurant same and a bar. Yeah. So pool, he is. Pool and a pond. Yeah. He allegedly went there to uh, visit his children and grandchildren that uh, live in the Columbus area. I'm guessing they live there because he was at Ohio State for so long and uh, was having dinner and there was a party going on in the bar. And allegedly, people wanted pictures with him. It was convenient that he had on an Ohio State pullover, which, if I were the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, would have irritated me a bit. Um, And he started taking pictures with, as all the news reports have put it, some co-eds from Ohio State. Mm. And those co-eds... then proceeded to, you know, do a little close dancing, a little uh, belly-to-back action dancing, if you will. <laughs> like Black and, Street? Uh, <laughs> huh? Like Black Street? We <laughs> dancing too close. And uh, straight up real Coach close. Myers got a little bit uh, handsy. Did he? Of course, it got videoed. Of course. Went out all over creation. And shared by the girls who were... Yeah. Dance? Yeah. At Somebody this, created their own, like, a, an anonymous yeah. Twitter feed whole, to post this. Like, yes. they didn't want to be associated. This was so disgusting that they didn't want to be associated with it. Right. Mm. And somehow they got it done before Zuckerberg or whoever pulled the plug on Instagram and Facebook and WhatsApp mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, uh, the, I'm sure Urban was hoping uh, <laughs> the timing could a little bit better on that now. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it went viral, and then he canceled the Monday, the standard scheduled Monday full team meeting, 
and allegedly went position room by position room. So Rowdy in football, like the linebackers will meet in their own room, the receivers, the quarterbacks, the defensive backs, the line, like they all branch out into their own position groups and have individual meetings. And I guess he went one by one to that and explained himself and allegedly gave an apology, although I did hear that in one of the rooms, after he gave the explanation and apology, as he walked out, everyone in the room burst out into laughter because right. his explanation and apology were lame, if not unbelievable. Right. Well, it's so funny. Then, yeah, the, the best description, there's a, a Slate article that kind of walks through the um, this, this current situation and kind of puts it in context. But they, the way that they phrased this was, to put it simply, uh, Meyer has a history of describing reality in borderline unbelievable ways that tend <laughs> yep. to help him avoid the consequences of his own actions. Absolutely. That's, that sounds that about seems right. to be a pretty good description. And that's like what, when he loses and gets the cluster headache or has heart palpitations. Right. Or, he has yeah. a, well, he has a cyst in his brain. Right. Is right. really how he's in. But now he's been able to manage himself. So... Mm-hmm. Well, the first one was he had he wanted to step away from Florida for football for family, and he took a whole year to. That's do when he that. left the Gators, right? Mm-hmm. Before he yeah. decided to take the job at Ohio State, um, I so that what you just said, Rowdy. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead to something, is why I think he will not leave Jacksonville, mm. because this is not on his terms, and he does not look honorable. And he's always tried to manipulate the story. He doesn't think he would look honorable because he never looks honorable. Well, (laughs) yes, true. To anybody who has eyes, he doesn't look honorable. (laughs) Who has a a brain, he doesn't look honorable. Uh, Even just a clue. Even a brain brain with a cyst. Yeah. 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 But if you cry those gator tears when they lose. Crocodile tears. mm -hmm, Then then that's, that's who he's appealing to. But... He he can't leave now because he has had this reputation as um, someone in control, someone with with strong values and and uh, an honorable disposition. And if he leaves now, all mm, of that is disgrace. Like, everything that he said will all just come around, and, and everyone will see it for what it is. So, oh yeah, I mean, this is the guy who. Uh, had Aaron Hernandez on his team. Well, and and he also That's right. he he uh, taught a course at Ohio State's Fisher College of business, of business called Leadership and Character. Right. And his wife, anti-vaxxer wife, taught a course on uh, at nurse at the nursing school. In, oh, uh, that's Ohio great. State. That's what yeah. you want. Uh, did you guys see the meme that says Urban Meyer makes the most terrible decisions when it comes to tight ends? And it was just a picture of Aaron Hernandez, a picture of Tim Tebow, and then a picture of the woman grinding on him. <laughs> no, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, this is what the internet is for, and should right. only be for this. Schadenfreude, kind of hilarious yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, so what I'm happens? Not- I'm not an Urban Meyer fan by any means, but uh, I just have a hard time with this because, like, who cares? Well, see, that's the interesting thing is, like, all the criticism I've heard, it has nothing to do with inappropriate behavior with women 30 years younger than him, 40 years younger than him almost. 
it has to do with not flying back with the team mm -hmm. and then trying to uh, explain himself in front of a bunch of grown millionaires that are, this is a professional relationship where he's used mm -hmm. to the being the king and having the uh, relationship with, you know, student athletes, student Same. athletes, uh, where he has absolute control. And now he's in front of 53 grown professional men and uh, wealthy men, and they're just not buying it. Yeah, it goes back to that. It, it, it's almost that story. Uh, and it happened after um, Jason Garrett had... Earlier in the season, Jason Garrett, who's now the OC at uh, the Giants, New York Giants, they were calling him in the press conference, Jason. And he said, we're going to go, like, you're going to call me coach. Yeah. You know, when we talk to coach, we call him coach. Yeah. And it was like, ah, you're not my coach. You're just right. A, you're, just a, you're just another man who has a job that happens to do, happens yeah. to do with football. Yeah. And then Mike Tomlin came out and said that one of his players accidentally yelled across the field, hey, Mike. And then he went, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, coach. I'll never happen again. And he goes, sir, like, we are two men playing a game. We are peers. My name's Mike. You can call me Mike whenever you want. Yeah. And that is a person that understands the relationship between professionals and professionals. Like, professional player and professional coach. And this is a guy that's never had a losing season. Yeah. And, this, and, and, and Urban Meyer doesn't understand. From, right. from everything I'm seeing, Urban Meyer doesn't understand that. He's been coaching essentially kids. Kids, 18 right. 22-year-olds. Right. And now he's got Some of go them with. felons, but nonetheless kids. Right. <laughs> and some of these guys are making 5X what he's making. For sure. So it's like the relationship is totally different. So this... This spitting reality that he does is not going to work. It's not going to work. No, and I've heard several coaches, Chuck Pagano, most recently, he was on the Pat McAfee show either today or yesterday, and he said in 37 years of coaching, I've never seen the head coach not travel back with the team. He's like, that's your job. You're the leader. Like, that's what this is supposed to be about. Huh. You know, he said that's going to be a problem in the locker room, not to mention that he's always – uh, according to some of the players, Urban has um, emphasized a change in culture and building a culture and everything. Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting. Pagano uh, said there was whenever we had a day, the Colts had a day off or whatever team he was coaching had a day off, there was always five things that he would always mention in the meeting before they had a day off. And it was like alcohol, women, uh, social media, and I forget the other, but like just reminding guys, uh, firearms was one of them and something else. Like, look, be aware. Don't be an idiot. Don't do anything to embarrass yourself and the team, you know, mm -hmm. and this is how it should be. And then when you have a coach going out and, you know, doing so that, in, doing that in, in pub. I mean, what are you doing? You don't think anybody's videoing you? Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? You're at, you're in Columbus or I thought it was in for some reason I thought it was still in Cincinnati, but let's like you're no, in Ohio. In you're in Ohio at a restaurant with your name on the door, yeah. wearing an Ohio State uh, pullover. Right. Yeah, you don't think you're going to be seen? You went there to be seen. Right. Yes. Like, like if you if you don't have a private room in your own restaurant, you can eat at 
Yeah. You know, or something like, yeah, I, I don't get that. Well, his, con- and I, his, his statement afterwards where he was very head bowed, very apologetic, saying he went there to visit the grandkids, went to have dinner with the grandkids and the family at a restaurant. He, there was a party next to him uh, that, that pulled him in and, and tried to get him on the dance floor, and he should have left then. But, but he only apologized for being the, a distraction. He didn't yes. apologize for his actions, to apologize to his wife, but, any of that. You yeah, know, which to that, me, that may not be appropriate to do publicly. But, but that's not any of my... And they, he said they were upset. But that, to me, I guess I'm just... I don't know. I kind of equate it to, like... Um, may, I don't think he was... I don't care, I guess, if he's, like, out, you know, bird-dogging. I don't right. care. Like, that doesn't... Yeah, like, I don't care ultimately. I just think it's another example of how Urban Meyer thinks he just walks on water. You know, I just just that air about him. Yeah. He's super cocky. He thinks he's the bee's knees, and it's just another example. Of, and it's just like, I don't have any time for you, dude. And I, and I never I have. Wanting to see him fail because he's Oh, yeah, I want so to see him crash further. and burn. But I, sure. don't, I don't care. I guess I'm just past the point of, like, caring. The hate for lives. I, I, well, I guess I don't even have hate. I'm past hate. <laughs> I'm, I'm too indifferent. Like, yeah, I don't know. Tim doesn't Tebow matter thing. To, I mean, doesn't this matter is, to be what happens just, to him. This is beautiful. I think there's just some, there's just some like, um, pearl clutching and some, I don't know, moralism that goes along with some of the stuff he's doing. It's like, look, I don't know his marriage. Maybe his wife thinks this is okay. I don't, she said, he said she was upset, but like, look, man, if he wants to step out on his wife and he's with a consenting adult, why do I care? Well, that's the thing. It's not my family. I don't care. It's, to me, I think the the biggest disappointment has got to be from the players and the other coaching staff and that this is just, and if I were the owner, that would be my ultimate concern. Exactly. In your personal life, like you said, Snoop, if you want to go down bird, go around bird dogging, that ain't on me. But you're not. It cannot affect the team. Right. Exactly. And I think that's why I think like saying, "I'm sorry, I was a distraction," would be about as far as I would go, or even need to go as if I were the owner. If I was Shad Khan, uh, you know, Bumper King of Florida, or however he made his money. I Bumper think was, King of the World. I think he's. Yeah, I think he made his money on bumpers. Toyota bumpers, I think. Toyota, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that's as far as I would go. It's like, I don't care what you do. Like, you're with me, Leather. Uh, do your Rick Pitino thing. I don't care, but don't be a distraction. How do you think this plays out? You know, the one thing you bring up, Shad Khan, the one thing I thought about, I'm assuming uh, Shad Khan is a Muslim. I would think there would be some problems with the public nature of what he did culturally and maybe religiously in that vein maybe he doesn't care maybe that's not part of it it is a business yeah, after know. all but know. you know the other thing Shad Khan's really invested in what pro wrestling his oh, son is part of his his son I believe is one of the founders of AEW oh, all elite wrestling yeah. yeah but how do you think this pans out I mean I, I have heard through the grapevine people are saying that they are, people they are saying looking into uh, uh, the ability to terminate his contract due to cause. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if there are any other 
caveats to that where they would have an option to do that without a massive payout. But wh how do you think this plays out? You think he's lost the team? Has he lost the ownership? Has he lost the fans? I don't think he ever had the team. I don't think he had a firm grip on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like they said, uh, didn't one player or one report say that like never had all, the stadium? Yeah, he said like um, all trust is all all respect is gone, and there wasn't much there to begin with, right? Or something like that. Yeah, right. I think he's still the coach. I think he makes it through all seventeen games. I don't think there's who else are they gonna get? I yeah, I I think he makes it through this season. Um, Does this I mean, kill the USC thing? Yes. It's got to, think? right? What do you think? I mean, I don't see how USC... I mean, I think USC called him. Uh, but after this, I don't understand how USC could navigate around that. Like, if they were really serious about hiring him, I think that killed... I, I don't know whether they were or not. But I think this had to have killed that off. I mean, they right. fired Sark because he was drunk at a booster meeting, at a booster mm -hmm. dinner. I don't see how they could plug in a guy that's you know on video uh doing what he was doing and right seems well, I'm like, co-ed like i i could see them preserving sark at usc under the uh just dealing with the idea that he has he may have a substance abuse problem we're going to support him and do this that and the other that would make a lot more sense than then bringing in urban meyer Mm -hmm. I think you keep Sark easier than you do bring in Meyer now. Yeah. Right. So, well, he's not there. Sark's not there. No, I know, but I'm saying <laughs> okay. USC would, I think they'd have had more, a better, a better shot of keeping him under the umbrella of we're going to work with him and help him, but keep him on staff versus like we fired Sark for being drunk at a booster banquet. But now we're bringing in this handsy dude. Yeah. You no, know, I, like. <laughs> and, and I think, I think, you know, when he left, um, when he left Ohio State, it was because one of his um, assistant coaches was under investigation for domestic abuse. And, oh, he, yeah. was and he was trying to play dumb about that. And he that covered that thing. up. Yeah. Right. I forgot and about the, that. And the same thing happened with Florida where he was under investigation for uh, NCAA violations. And all the arrests of his players. The arrests, the covering up of the of the drug charges, which yeah. shouldn't be drug charges, but that's yeah. a different podcast for a right. different time. Um, so it was the same sort of thing. He's where just he was kind just of shady. Kind of like, he was just, he was, he was bending reality to make it look like he was doing the right thing at the right time. He was trying to be a father, and he was having heart palpitations, and then the next time it was like, you know, he was suspended. Remember, he was suspended, I think, three games that season, that uh, that last season at, at Ohio State. But it was like the first three games of the year before they actually got into mm. their uh, conference, conference play. play. Yeah. But then he said, oh, I got this cyst in my head that I need to, you know, take a step back. And then that lasted what two years before he got hired at Jacksonville, so One I just two, don't yeah. I just don't see him stepping aside for this. I don't even see him like offering his resignation, because it doesn't afford him that um, that virtuous high ground. Right. the the only The only other possibility I hear is that it's just, and maybe it blows over, maybe it doesn't. But if it blows up the locker room. 
that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the good news is if it blows up the locker room, locker rooms in Florida have a um, have a tendency to have a bunch of MRSA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's the humidity. It couldn't. It wouldn't be the worst thing right. if if that happened. Uh, perhaps they all want out of there anyway. And the, yeah. you know the unspoken also great cherry on top. Great, just a boatload of gravy on top of this is that this is screwing up Trevor Lawrence's rookie year, which is also delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Your hate is strong. Tonight. Oh, it's super yeah. strong, dude. Yeah. And I yeah. was hot. And you remember I was on that Jacksonville train like four years ago when they had that shutdown defense. But boy, uh-huh. they tanked Clay quick. Campbell and everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they tanked quick. Yep. Yep. You ain't got no time for losers. No, I it's, know. You know what they call that? They have a term for that. What? Bandwagoning. Well, and for in the NFL, I am for sure. I drive the bandwagon in the NFL. No <laughs> doubt about it. I got no qualms with that. Yeah. Why this not? Is, this is professional, man. This is a business. Who's good? <laughs> That's right. From a fan's perspective, this is a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. No. That makes sense. Professional, makes sense. professional's different in my head. If you, it, it is. if they have no allegiance to a team because they right. just follow the paycheck, why shouldn't you? Exactly. See, yeah. see, now you're clamping on. Yeah. No, I'm not going to change, but <laughs> yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, and it makes sense. But yeah. I'm not there. I'm not there. What else we got? All Where right. Well, we this going? first that first story was sponsored by our one of our first uh, official sponsors, um, Urban Chop House, <laughs> at 1079 North High Street in Columbus, Ohio. Hey, uh, you know Thursday night, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. There's half off happy hour. You can get cocktails, wine by the glass, starters, small plates, flatbreads. Why don't you just go to UrbanChopHouse.com and book yourself a table? Um, next up. Um, Marshawn to mind NFL's chicken. That's right. I don't know where we're going this with this, but I'm excited to find out. Awesome news. Marshawn Lynch, uh, hopeful, hopeful Hall of Famer. And Gotta be. Seattle's, Seattle Seahawks, well, actually, Buffalo Bills, Seattle Seahawks, and Oakland Raiders. And legend. Oakland Raiders, yep. Yep. Uh, Cal ha- Bear, ha- Golden Bear. Cal Bear, yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' teammate has been named the first ever NFL Players Association <laughs> brand ambassador. Hmm. Uh, he, yeah, he's the first to hold this position. Um, Can't think of be a better par- dude. He'll be partnering with sports betting sites. He'll be, per- he uh, already um, has partnered with Seattle Krakens to announce draft picks, which was hilarious. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. So I don't know what all he's going to be doing as the new brand ambassador of uh, the NFLPA, but whatever I it is, it will rule. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a better guys. Midas man. It's just, he's got, he, he just, it, he, he's awesome. Yeah. I love he's amazing. Him, what do you think? Uh, let's go around the room and let's think about what taking being care of the, the mentals, taking care yeah, of the body, care taking of the care of the chicken. Yeah. I gotta take care <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think so. It sounds like at least uh, every like uh, what do they call that uh, new player orientation mm-hmm. will involve him. So I think that's where he's going to talk about his <laughs> his three pillared approach. Protect uh, your chicken. Uh, you got to take care of your chicken. You got to take care of your mentals, and you got to take care of your body. Yep. Oh man. What else is there? Do you know he only played for twelve years? Yeah. 
but he was about that action the entire time. All about time. that action, boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what is this? What is this job going to be? Who knows? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be dope, you, do, though. You want to know what he said? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm always trying to make the most out of my time and opportunities. You feel me? This is his official statement, by the way. You feel me? If you make it through Pee Wee High School, College, and you're lucky enough to call yourself an NFL player, you're in a situation to create and take part in hella opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to understand that you only get a little bit of time in that uni, so you got to max it out and put yourself in a position to make plays on and off the turf. Hell yeah, man. Chach. <laughs> yeah. All about that action. He's here so he won't get fined. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently what the NFL PA said is that this was that he is going to work with retired and current athletes to, quote, get the most out of football, providing strategic support and insight for the many athlete driven programs, resources and revenue growth opportunities available to players, which, you know, uh, potato, potato. That's basically what he said. Hella opportunities. Yeah. Hella opportunities. Uh, I see a lot more Skittles in our future, too. And oh, Apple, I hope so. And Applebee's. Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah, this is this is great. And more Marshawn, the more Marshawn Lynch uh, in my life, the better. Uh, agree. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he's by far one of my favorite athletes of all time. I mean, it's just, he's awesome. And he was an yeah. outstanding player. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rowdy, uh, what do you think this? What do you think is going to happen with this? Where do we see Marshawn Lynch in the future? Like, is he going to be at games? Is he going to be? Is he going to be at the draft? Do you think he'll be at the draft? He should read. Every year? The, I thought everybody just went to the draft. At, I thought they were all just at their house. Well, that was because of COVID. Usually, like the top thirty or forty picks are actually at the draft. Oh, okay. Hmm. What if he he should usurp Goodell in being the announcer of all the draft picks and mm. hand him the jersey and take a picture? Be, Why don't be sick. Skittles should sponsor like uh, what's his face? John Madden had that bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That he yeah. drive around with Skittles needs to sponsor a, a bus that's gonna take Marshawn around to different mm. NFL games. Well, a Skittle, and it would be a perfect tie-in with one of his other ventures called Doty Blunts, which is a California-based cannabis company. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen that one around. Uh, yeah, he could just drive around on a Doty Blunts, Doty Blunts bus handing out Skittles. With just Please. smoke coming out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I, I heard, I haven't looked it up, but I heard on his website, this Beast Mode website, he has a take care of your chicken uh, t-shirt, oh, I need which that. I kind of want. I need that. <laughs> yeah, I need that. Yeah, which I kind of want, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait. That's good news. It's good this news is... for the NFL. It could, it could, what other player would you consider, really, honestly? Somebody who came from the East Bay, went to Cal, became a pro, went back to his hometown yeah, to Oakland play. Yeah, Oakland native. Yeah. yeah, and then and started has started multiple businesses off of it, and all his time when he came back in 2019 out of retirement for those three or four games. Oh, with Oakland. All, that's when the Take Care of Your Chicken came out. Mm-hmm. 
where all he was talking about then, they were talking about what an amazing four-game run he had. And all he talked about was how he was there to talk to younger players about, hey, you got, you got to take care of your mentals, take care of your body, take care of your chicken. And then when he got oh, thrown out of that game, he went up into the stands and sat yeah, there with a hoodie clip. and then yeah. rode the Bart back to his house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That's awesome. Yeah. He, he, is, he is so... He's funny, and yeah. he was an awesome player, and yeah. The I, last I, thing... I you... like that the NFL is doing this, because usually it's like something, somebody super vanilla or old that doesn't mm-hmm. connect to, like... The young fans, like, you know, I could see it being somebody like a Joe Montana or even mm-hmm. like a Peyton Manning or something like, mm-hmm. which are big names, but, like, they're not Marshawn Lynch. Yep. This is the last part of his, his quote, and then we can move on. By partnering with the NFLPA, working with D. Smith, I can share my path and pass down what I've been through and seen so players can see what's really out there for them and tap into all the resources that their teams, communities, and the PAs have available. I want to put them in positions to be successful in every facet of their lives, from building businesses based on their passions to, of course, taking care of their mentals and stacking their chicken. Dude, what else do you want? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I'll tell you what goes great with chicken. Haters. 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 Hot taters. That's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting served up for your consumption. Smother cover chopped and chewed. Rowdy. Yo. Hey, Rowdy. How's it going, buddy? Good, man. I think you. Uh, I think you had a week about you last week, didn't you? Yeah. How did your How'd your week four turn out? Uh, pretty good, I think. You think so? Let's check it out. <laughs> you want me to run through these games? Why is Reed laughing? Just tell me how much money I made. I'm looking at. My, okay. I'm looking at the bets. Okay. Well, here we go. Week four. Here's what happened. You uh, Thursday night you had Jacksonville versus Cincinnati. Now this is this was the Urban Meyer game. I don't know if you heard what happened after the Urban Meyer. A holiday, little bit. But a little it was, bit. It was quite a hullabaloo, my friend. You had Jacksonville. Uh, plus seven and a half. Well, that's a win. They ended up losing, but they covered 21-24. See? Yep. I don't know what that means when you say see. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Indianapolis goes all the way down to South Beach. Uh, you had Miami as a two-and-a-half point favorite. That's going to that's gonna be an L for you, buddy. Yeah, because Indianapolis Indi- actually won? 27-17. Somehow. Huh. Somehow, some way, they came through. Line Sunday, squirrel. four o'clock. The big, the big game of the slate. This was a fifty-five point over/under. Arizona, the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, future MVP, went all the way to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Matthew Stafford, future MVP, former Lion. You had Arizona plus five. That's a win because Arizona walked away thirty-seven twenty. So you right now you're two and one, buddy, for the week. Uh, but then Sunday primetime hit Tampa Bay and Tampa Tom went to New England for their big homecoming. You had Tampa Bay minus six and a half. Uh-oh. Well, they they did win, 
But they only won by two. Tom Terrific did not throw a touchdown. Well, you know, but that was still, you know, I'll take it. I'll take that win. He did break the all-time passing yards record. It was a, yeah, it was a, that was a history-making game. It was. Mm Mm-hmm. I watched it. Yep. I didn't watch it. I fell asleep at halftime. Yes, you Monday, did. In a fetal uh, position. Yes, I sure did. I was exhausted. It was a long... I mean, corporate ga- getaways like that just really get to exhausted. me. Exhausted. Yeah. Monday in primetime, Las Vegas, the Raiders went all the way to uh, Los Angeles. Their former home. Their former... Former, former home. home. Yeah. You had Las Vegas minus... Uh, sorry, plus three. Uh, they lost 14 to 28. So you did not cover on that one. That's an L. So for that week... You were two and three. Reed, how much did he win? So, Rowdy, you bet $5 on five different games. Your total winnings equaled $3.82, which means for the week you lost $1.18. Oh. <laughs> ah, it's a close one. Hey, you're going to get it back this I'm getting week. getting better. Yeah. Every week got, I'm getting better. We've got five games to pick this week, right. and I feel good about this one. I've got my picks on your picks. We'll see how okay. I do. So far, uh, just so we're clear, so far I'm ten and zero on your picks. <laughs> what? Yes, I have picked every it's pick true. that you would. That every pick of your pick, I picked correctly. Then why do we do this segment? You could just you could just pick for me because because I I like your insights. Mm-hmm. I like the way you mm-hmm. say the names. Sun or Thursday, the Los Angeles Rams go to Seattle. Seattle is a two and a half point underdog at home. Uh, the 12th man will be there. Um, it's going to be uh, an NFC West showdown. Rowdy, who do you have? So they're saying that every week Seattle would have to win by two. Seattle would have to not two and a half points. Three. Seattle would. Well, Reed, what do you have for this? Bet? Two and a half. You have it up. Okay. Uh, they would have to not lose by three. So they could lose by two, if they, they could win, lose by one, or they could win. Or they win. It doesn't matter if they win. Yeah. I think they're going to win. Okay, Seattle. Okay, so you got Seattle. Okay. Did you pick that? I did. <laughs> Sunday, uh, this is a 9.30 game. This is uh, in London, so a spot of tea for you. What? Uh, the New York football Jets go, go visit London to face Atlanta, who, the Falcons, who are a home team Woof, in this one. What a matchup. Yeah, so it's 9.30, so we're not going to miss much. Atlanta is a three-point favorite in this one. Not sure why. They have an amazing offense. Only because of the Jets are they a favorite. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. the Jets Jets are terrible. They've got their rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson, and nobody to throw it to. Rowdy, who you got? It's going to be Atlanta. Atlanta at minus three. Sunday, 4 o'clock, the Chicago Bears, Monsters of the Midway, go all the way to Las Vegas to face the Raiders, uh, who are a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Reed, do you have this one at five-and-a-half? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Rowdy, who you got? Raiders. Booyah. And Sunday in primetime, 8 o'clock, the Buffalo Bills and Trash Allen go to Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium to face Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards, Elaire. This is a good game. And most importantly, the Kool-Aid man himself, Andy Reid, double cheeseburger, two and a half points, laying it down. Rowdy, who you got? Uh, It's going to be Kansas. Kansas City minus three. And finally, Monday in primetime, we've got a real tilt here, boys. Indianapolis, the original 
uh, oh, original God, Baltimore Colts. Oh, God, they got a Monday night game with Chris Collins yeah. worse? Uh, that's a Sunday game. Oh, that's Sunday. This is worse. Yeah, this is this is actually worse. This would have been a good Manning cast game, That's actually. true, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been a good Manning cast game. But it's not, because Carson Wentz is the quarterback now, and we have no Manning cast for another two weeks. Indianapolis Colts, originally the Baltimore Colts, go to Baltimore to face the Ravens, who are originally the Cleveland Browns. Baltimore is a seven-point favorite in this one. Rowdy, who you got? So not only does Baltimore have to win, they have to win by seven points. Correct. They have to win by more than seven, yes. More than seven points. Seven Uh or more, right? I I think they'll do it. Okay. So to recap, uh, Thursday you have Seattle... And you're going to take the two and a half points over the Rams. I'll take also, it. I also had you picking Seattle. The 9:30 game in London, you had Atlanta minus three against the Jets. I also had you picking Atlanta. Sunday, four o'clock, the Las Vegas Raiders are, are laying down the five and a half points against the Chicago Bears at home. I ask, also had you picking Las Vegas because ride or die. And that's a good Sunday. Bet. Yeah. Sunday, Kansas City's going to take on Buffalo, and you have minus two and a half Kansas City. I oh. had you picking Kansas City because of cheeseburgers. I got that and at minus three, by the way. Minus three. Okay. Change that real quick. And finally, Baltimore, formerly Browns, now Ravens, minus seven against the Indianapolis Colts, formerly Baltimore Colts. I have that at minus six and a half. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I That's why I said seven or more because it's, yeah. I I like the minus six and a half. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have that crazy hook. Right. Yep. Uh, you have Baltimore. I also had you picking Baltimore. So there you go. Rowdy, these are your bets. Would you like to tease them? Uh, yeah, why not? Um, I feel like that paid off last week. Because um, <laughs> he went two and three. Yeah. Because yeah. you you're only not, lost a buck 20. Yeah, you're not the dumbest person on the planet, but you okay. sure better hope he doesn't die. <laughs> I'm just teasing. As always, buddy, thanks for playing. Uh, As always, keep laughing forever.com. Haters. All right. And finally, uh, looks like we're talking about Kanye West's new academy. What does yeah, this, this mean? This is kind of interesting. Kanye West is opening uh, school the, for Donda, the Donda Academy. Yeah. Donda. Open up a school for aspiring MCs. Won't sell them the dream, but the inspiration is free. It's located 30 minutes outside of Los Angeles and will be uh, be in direct uh, competition with, uh, what's that one that LeBron's kids go to? Sierra Canyon, mm, I think. I so know. it's a prep school named after his mom. They plan on being a basketball powerhouse program, not just a high school, actually not a high school really at all, but a powerhouse uh, basketball program. Uh, they've already signed three deals or three prospects Jalen Hooks Robert Dillingham and Ja'Kai Howard what's interesting is Jalen Hooks is actually from Indianapolis he plays for Crispus Attucks High School Hmm. and he's a top 150 recruit and he's planning on going to this new school in LA they also signed a deal with Adidas who obviously uh, they puts out the Yeezus sneakers so that's not surprising but it's 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 uh it's it's a little interesting that he's starting this whole thing. It actually seems like one of the more um, altruistic things he's done. Maybe not, because there's also talks of having a Sierra Canyon um, Donda Academy 
game at the Staples Center good, in February. Great. <laughs> yes. So this is going to be uh, big time money, big time athletics, um, big time academics? Question mark. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I I'm. Is he? You know, I'm reading. Is, is Kanye also writing the? Um lesson plans and the uh, pedagogy and <laughs> oh absolutely right absolutely. but his mom his mom was a, a professor of education i can't remember where it was somewhere in chicago i don't know if it was illinois state or if it was u chicago well maybe she should do it then she's dead oh, so well, she's it's that gonna be yeah it's, she's gonna be a bit tardy with that one um so I he's think, just been recruiting these people through instagram He's been recruiting them through Instagram. He's been sliding into DMs and getting some of these top recruits to move to to go to his private academy. Hmm. It's pretty amazing. It's very odd, but pretty amazing. Uh, Jalen Hooks, who, like I said, he's uh, the 52nd ranked recruit in the nation right now, uh, said it's just too good to pass up. So he's moving from Indianapolis to go to this, this school. Hmm. It was more of a family decision, too. All of us felt like it was a chance to reach my full potential and grow and get ready for the college level. Or, you know, skip college. Who knows? Right. That's an option now, too. Right. That seems um, more likely. Yeah. I haven't seen who he's being recruited by, but I know he already has... Oh, you mean uh, in terms of colleges? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, um, locking up three top recruits already is... is pretty huge it's interesting that this is getting as much play as, as it is I know that Kanye is, is a much bigger name but considering what just happened in football and prep football with that academy out of oh that uh, fake school BS BS academy yeah. um, that, that something like this which is clearly built for athletes and built for uh, how many students are they going to have right I, I don't know uh, I did. I did notice if you go to their website and you go to the contact, it goes to uh, Beulah McCloyd. B you you email B M B McCloyd at BeulahMcCloyd.net. If you go to BeulahMcCloyd.net, once you're done at KeepLaughingForever.com, <laughs> you go to BeulahMcCloyd.net. Okay. Uh, at the top it says ec- education expert. So. I guess she's an education expert, and she is uh, uh, probably going to be like the head of school at, at this school. So, um, yeah. So she was she was a south south side of Chicago native, and has two decades of educational experience. Um, hmm. So, yeah. So we'll see. So they do have actual like. Uh, unlike uh, what what was it Bishop? Uh, oh, Bishop! Uh, yeah, I keep thinking Sherman, but I don't think that's no, right. No, it's something like that. Sycamore. Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. Uh, unlike Bishop Sycamore, they actually do have actual educators. But we don't know that. But you like, know who else has uh, two? Well, decades? why would it go to her email? You know who else has two decades of uh, academic experience? everyone on this podcast well yeah that's true that's true yeah that's a really good point yeah well she she got to meet obama 
Oh. There's an Indian. There, the Indianapolis connections. But they've only got at this point they have three students. This just sucks because it's gonna take a good player. Small out class of sizes. They got yeah. small class sizes. Small class sizes. Yes, five to one. How many students do you think they end up with? Eight, 11? Probably 11. How many are 11? on a basketball team? Yeah, 12? I would say 11. <laughs> yeah, 11 or 12. That's what they're going to end up with. Any other sports? Well, then they're going to have mean, a water boy and a team manager, so 14. It's amazing that all of this that I'm reading about the Donda Academy, all of it has been on on uh, uh, sports websites, you mm. know, which is really not usually where I get my... Um, high school um, news education news kind of interesting not sure that they're actually going to have students here I'm a little leery of this whole situation yeah I'm, I was just going to say I'm going to suspend judgment and then unsuspend judgment and think that this ain't going going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> oh man I'm and this skeptical. is only as a this is only as of like three days ago where he announced, or two days ago, he announced it the, uh, earlier this week. And he's already got three, three players. And this is just a high school, correct? Not like a full 12, 12 grades, just high school? Yeah, just high school. Oh, no. I just, uh, I just checked out a little bit more of this uh, Beulah. Yeah, what's Beulah's deal? Yeah, her alma mater oh, or no. Robert's. Yikes! Oh no! Oh, yeah, no. well, that means she. In, in March, she tweeted: "Oral Roberts University is an amazing institution that emphasizes the importance of tending to the mind, body, and spirit. Something I've carried with me since graduating in 2001." Well, and that means she passed the swim test. That's oh, that's true. That's so she true. can swim. She can swim. She can swim. That's what we know about. What's her name? Beulah. That's Beulah what we know Floyd. about Beulah. Well, that makes also makes sense with Kanye's and she uh, recent believes in magic forays. Too. Well, so does Kanye. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, his recent forays into like gospel music and and whatnot. So, uh, Chris Taylor just did a two run walk off home run uh, in the wild card game. That was pretty wild. While all this was happening, he just did a home run. Hence the wild card game. It, that card was wild. Look at that. What card. else we got? Anything else? I think that's it. Are we done? I think that, I think, yeah. All right. Well, if you made it this far, first off, thank you. Uh, we're well on our way to 311, and we appreciate Remember you listening. Remember the color of my energy. That's it. We did it. We did sports. Episode 211. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Ralphie Jet Billy Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and uh, new to the company, Sellerman's Sean Chadwell. And the honorary ball boy this week is... This is an anti-ball boy this week. Uh, you guys oh, will no. recognize the name of Lane Kiffin, who played the University of Alabama, uh, head coach of Ole Miss, played the University of Alabama this weekend, and had a mic drop moment in the pregame interview where he said, get your popcorn ready, took the headset off and threw it on the ground. Well, mm-hmm. I'd also like to give the true ball boy out to Big Al, the big elephant at the University of Alabama, who came out at halftime with a giant box of popcorn on and danced around the end zone. A live no, trolling point, of the king of trolls in college football. Loved it. Now at, now at that point in the game, I believe uh, Alabama was up 28-0. 24-0, made it 35-0, and then they put in the second and third string and gave up a... Uh, 
what a trio yeah. of touchdowns ultimately. But I thought that is great that, and it was tweeted out on the Bryant Denny uh, Stadium Twitter account of Big Al in a giant box of popcorn dancing in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I approve of yeah. that. Yeah, I approve of that. Oh man, I, I you know at the beginning of the game I was I kept thinking, do I like Lane Kiffin? I think I like Lane Kiffin. Do you? I think I like him being, I think I like him being like kind of a heel. I like his ability. I I hate everything else about him. Well, I also think he speaks a lot of truth and I appreciate that about him. Like sort of like at the corruption or at least he doesn't, he doesn't uh, hide the fact that he knows that Alabama has every great recruit and has every advantage to continue to be great. Yeah. Like he has said, kind of like a Steve Spurrier take. Yeah. Sort of like a Steve Spurrier without actually winning anything. (laughs) But, uh, but with, uh, in in the vein of Steve Spurrier, uh, an offensive wizard. He is. He's, he's a a magician. He is. Yeah. That's what I say. I like his ability, but as a person or as a personality, yeah, I can do without. I'm like fifty-fifty on his personality yeah. right now. I think he. I think he's. I think he's fully well, embraced. What else would his, you be? His. I think. Well, true. I think he's fully embraced his Lane Kiffinness at this point. It's fully actualized. <laughs> yes, he's fully actualized. His Kiffin. I mean, I do. He is a pretty good troll. Like you know, they're recruiting Arch Manning, uh, Cooper Manning's son. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he unfollowed everyone on Twitter except for Arch Manning. I mean, he, he's slick like that, <laughs> you know. As a rec- uh, the other thing is that's great is Arch Manning was at that game in Tuscaloosa on the Ole Miss sideline for a recruiting visit, and that probably didn't go so well. No, but those blues are sharper than those crimson. That's for sure. They do have good unis in Oxford. Yeah. I'll give you that. Nice kids. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? Yeah.